It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. To all my people in the struggle. You think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! (laughs) You in your car. You at the house. On your job. Be encouraged, boo. Come on! was about what God wanted and felt that in time I would want it. 
I didn't understand what God was doing, but I had begun to trust him because of all that I had seen him do in the last few years. I also knew that God hates divorce. So it was he that wanted us back together. Bill never did understand what I meant by saying, God's telling me to go back to you. But I think he was willing to try to salvage our marriage. It had been about two weeks since our reconciliation, and I put the kids to bed and then got in bed to go to sleep. Bill had already fallen to sleep. It had been hard for me to get a full night's sleep because I was battling a breathing condition. Sometimes upon waking, I would start choking and gasping for air. I remember telling Ted, and I remember Ted telling me that I would sometimes stop breathing. It became more frequent, and I was hoping that I could get some uninterrupted sleep. The experience what I'm about to describe changed my life forever. I remember floating up in the air. I was traveling upwards through the clouds. There was someone next to me. It didn't occur to me to look at the person. Yes, I wasn't concerned about that. I kept going up through the atmosphere and eventually stopped when I reached a long staircase in the middle of the air. I was fascinated with this place. I sat down on one of the steps. I love watching people. So here I sat, just watching the people. Some were going upwards and some were coming down the stairs. It was a steady flow of people. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth with his top reaching to heaven and the angels of God were ascending and descending. Genesis 28:12. Then a tall shrouded figure came up to me. I couldn't see his face even though he was facing me, but I knew it was a man and I wasn't afraid. He placed two things in my right hand. I felt them pressed into my hand, but I didn't look to see what they were. I was looking intently at this faceless person. Then he said something to me that I didn't understand. What? I said, not understanding. He said it again. What did you say? I repeated, trying hard to decipher his words. You will die a farmer. He said this time very clearly and direct. What? I said to him. This puzzled me, but before I could apprehend fully what was told to me, I was immediately taken at a very fast rate, speeding through the atmosphere. It was as if someone was pulling me by the feet through the air. I groaned as I came through the Earth's atmosphere. The colors here on Earth were nothing like the vibrant colors I saw during a few seconds ago in heaven. Continuing downward, I went through the earth's surface, I'm moving very rapidly. I continued going down, 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 until I came and went through this massive door-like structure. Where am I? I asked myself as I looked around this dark tunnel. Walking through the tunnel, I noticed spirally-looking things on the wall. What are these things? I remember seeing these things in my dreams. What was this place? I was not afraid, but I was curious. It was then that I noticed in the distance a large blackish container. It looked like a prison cell, but larger. It was like a large holding container. Everything I saw here was in various shades of black and gray. 
as I came closer, I saw from about 10 feet away, and then I was pulled all the way to the container. I didn't want to look in, but I did. I can't tell you how I knew, but I knew what I was seeing were souls. I shut my eyes and started to scream uncontrollably. I couldn't stop. I felt pain like nothing else I've ever experienced. This pain was not only physical but emotional. I was being tormented and couldn't stop. I stood there shaking uncontrollably and feeling incredibly helpless. It is very hard to articulate what I experienced, but I will press on to try to describe it. I screamed. Everything I'm telling you now, I was still screaming. I felt things pulling on me, grabbing at me. Off in the far distance, I heard a loud, booming voice speaking in an unexplained language. I heard a voice from heaven like the voice of many waters and like the voice of loud thunder. Revelation 14:12. I then heard a small voice that was speaking from inside of me, talking to me. Stand on it, the voice said. But I couldn't stop screaming. I asked this voice with my mind, stand on what? Stand on it. All I knew that something inside of me had to come out through my mouth, but I couldn't do it. The pain and the tormenting and the, I couldn't stop screaming. The pressure took all my strength to stop screaming long enough to let what was coming out of my mouth. Psalm 91, Proverbs 3. Psalm 91, Proverbs 3. I cried out. The loud, booming voice heard early continue. I heard in English another voice say, It is finished. Uh I gasped. I was wrenched out of this wretched place. I opened my eyes to see that I was coming through my bedroom, and I looked down, and I saw Bill in my body lying next to him. I came back into my body. I jumped out of bed screaming. Bill woke up. Kathy, what's wrong with you? I paced the floor like a mad woman. I looked at him and pointed my finger. Bill, you must accept that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God, there's a hell, there's a hell. I was hysterical. I was scared beyond words. What is happening to me? I cried out. I felt the urgency to tell others. I felt like running down the street to warn people. They needed to know that there was a real place called hell. Daryl and Robert both ran into the room. Mom, Mom, what's wrong, Mom? They said, looking at me, my pace was for crying, waving my hand into the sick, go back to your room. I said, crying, nothing, go back to death. Bill got up and talked to them while I continued pacing the floor. He must have comforted them because he went back to bed. Where's the Bible? Where's the Bible? I said, frantically, I had to find my Bible. I have one somewhere. I glanced around the room until I spotted it. I opened it and flipped the pages trying to find the book of Psalms. I didn't know the scriptures. I didn't know where they were in the Bible. I found it. I cried out. I then read Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. 
My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eye shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Psalm 91, 1 through 16. Then I found Proverbs 3. This jumped out at me. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not to your own understanding. But in everything acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Proverbs 3, 5. This encounter with the reality of eternal damnation changed me in a profound fashion. I developed a voracious appetite to know more about God. My narrow escape from the fires and torment of hell had changed me 180 degrees, and I couldn't back to go back to status quo. There is far more to our life than most of us realize. A few days later, I was still thinking about what had happened to me. I then began to doubt if what I had seen was real, and I prayed and asked God to reveal the truth to me. The next day, I came across a book my sister had given me a few months earlier. It was on my bedroom closet shelf. I needed some type of spiritual insight. I remembered this book, so I took it down and read it. It was a book about a minister that I hadn't heard of. His name was Kenneth Hagin. This book described his life as an early believer and how when he was very sick, he had been given, he had been on the brink of death. When he was at the age of 17, he too went to hell. I put the book down. Oh, my God. Is all I could say. Now, this is what he described. Away from the, above the blackness and in the darkness, a voice spoke. It sounded like a male voice, but I don't know what he said. I don't know whether it was God, Jesus, an angel, or who. 
He did not speak an English language. It was a foreign language. That place just shook at the few words he spoke, and the creature took his hands off my arm. There was a power-like suction to my back parts that pulled me back. I floated away from the entrance in the shadows. Then, like suction from above, I floated up headfirst through the darkness and came up on the porch of my grandpa's house. Then I went through the wall, not through the door, and not through the window, through the wall, and seemed to leap inside my body like a man would slip his foot inside his boot in the morning time. He saw what I saw. I put the book down, stunned. God was answering my prayer and was revealing to me that what I saw was real. It was also revealed to me that the scratches that I had received months earlier upon waking one day were from demonic forces. What had I done to deserve to go to hell? I asked myself this question over and over again. I had to know, how come I didn't go to heaven? I asked God, why did I have to go to hell? Several days later, days later, the answer came. I had picked up the Bible and opened it up to 1 Corinthians. As I started to read, the following words seemed to leap off the pages of the Bible. Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians 6, 9, and 10. There it was in black and white. In God's sight, I was an adulterer. God's word is irrefutable. Now I understand why God was impressing upon me to go back to my husband. I was an adulterer, and God knew that the enemy had a hold on me. He also knew that that night I would die. He knew that the enemy would try to kill me in my sleep, and that that rightful place for me to go without repenting of my adultery would be banishment to hell. I now realize that when your spirit departs from your body, it can only go one of two places, heaven or hell. Is through God's grace and my obedience to the promptings of the Holy Spirit to return to my husband that I was allowed to be pardoned. I see now that when I opened my mouth and declared Psalm 91 and Proverbs 3, it gave God access to intervene and grant me a second chance of life here on earth. Now I ask you, do you know for certain where you will spend eternity? At one point in my life, I believe that if you are basically a good person, you would go to heaven upon your death. I realize now that your good works are not a ticket to heaven. What matters is that you enter God's kingdom his way. Even if you believe in God and believe in Jesus, there is no guarantee that you will spend eternity in heaven. I'm here to tell you that there are a lot of good people in hell. You must do as God has said in his word. 
I encourage you to ask God right now to forgive you of your sins. Tell him that you know that Jesus is the Son of God who was crucified, buried, and rose from the grave to sit at the right hand of the Father to make intercession, that is, to plead your case before a Heavenly Father. You need to also make a decision to yield control of your life to him. Tell him what you will seek that you will seek to obey his word. All of these things can be summed up in the following prayer, which you can say if you want to be in right relationship with God or return to a right relationship with him. If this is the desire of your heart, from the bottom of your heart, repeat the following prayer out loud. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. Thank you for the blood that you shed for me when you died on the cross. Forgive me of my sins, Lord. I ask that you cleanse me from my sins and wash me. Purify my heart, soul, and mind. I give my life entirely to you. Come into my heart. Take control of my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. I will serve you all the days of my life. I am so grateful that you rose from the dead. Your resurrection gives me power over death and the grave. Thank you for eternal life, which I receive by grace. Amen. If you said this prayer and meant it with all your heart, you have now entered into God's kingdom and are a child of God. God's spirit resides in you, and no demon on this earth can steal you away from your Father in heaven. Hallelujah. Next chapter, result. But if the unbeliever leaves, let him do so. A believing man or woman is not bound in such circumstances. God has called us to live in peace. 1 Corinthians 7.15 After my visitation to hell, my mind pondered on incidents I couldn't explain, the the scratches, feelings I couldn't move when I would wake in the morning, What were these strange occurrences? I have since learned that when you're about to come into God's kingdom, Satan pulls out all stops to try to kill you. My marriage wasn't going very well. My husband didn't understand the transformation that occurred in my life. He didn't realize or understand my love for Jesus. I tried to get him to realize that this was new to me too. I asked him to be patient with me since I didn't fully understand what was happening to me myself. It's going to take time, Bill. So much has happened between us. It's just going to take time, I pleaded. I reasoned with him. So much had happened, but I knew that God wanted to help us to make it work. I worked very hard that day at the studio, and it had become harder to recuperate both physically and emotionally with the day-to-day pressures of the business and now more drama with my marriage. One day I got a call from my older son. Daddy has left, he said. Just great, God, what next? I cried out in exasperation. 
again, I was at loss to explain why everything bad was happening to me. I couldn't explain it, but his leaving left me feeling as if I wasn't married anymore. It reminded me of when I miscarried. I will briefly digress as I explain how this happened. It occurred six years before the birth of Daryl and two years before Robert's birth. I was in my third month of pregnancy when I felt a sharp pain. I barely made it to the restroom. It felt like something wanted to come out. I passed a large clot. At first, I didn't know what it was, but then the revelation came to me that this was my child. My body immediately felt different. I didn't feel pregnant then anymore. I was now having the same feeling I had then. I didn't feel married anymore. Why, God, did you want me to go back to my husband only for him to leave me? I asked God. I found that the Bible helped me in easing my internal pain during this dark time because I really didn't understand what was happening. It was after much prayer that the realization came that if I had not returned back to my husband, I would not have repented of my sin, and therefore I would have rightly been banished to hell. I would be alive, however, in a state of eternal torment. People on earth would have looked at my life and would have believed I was in heaven. I truly believe that because I was obedient in doing God's will, even without understanding it fully, I was permitted another chance to live here on earth and receive Jesus as my Savior and now my Lord. Following The following is the scripture that gave me peace. But if the unbeliever leaves, let him do so. A believing man or woman is not bound in such circumstances. God has called us to live in peace. 1 Corinthians 7.15 We will continue tomorrow with... Uh, Two more chapters of my book, Be Made Whole. Below I have a link where you can purchase it on Amazon if you'd like to or give it to someone. Please share these um, broadcasts with the people that come to mind. It's all for God's glory. Until next time, be made whole and God bless you. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! You in your car, you at the house, on your job, be encouraged, boo.
you brought from a mighty long way. That's why we love you. Come on. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.